0: The money show, small business with Pablo Fatidis. Well, the small business feature is brought to you by Nedbank Business Ignite, helping small businesses to do big things. To enter, visit igniteyourbusiness.co.za for more. Nedbank is a licensed FSP and registered credit provider. Of course, it is time uh, for our small business feature with uh, Pablo Fatidis, uh, looking uh, today at some interesting uh, questions that we need to ask of ourselves. What if you are a business owner that time up with this great idea, you own a business, and now you in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years into the business. Do you retire or do you die at your own desk? Pablo Petites, uh, the CEO at Auric Business Accelerator, joining us now. Tough question you've asked today, uh, Pablo, but how, how do you get around that situation? Having started your own baby, it's become successful over 20, 40 years. Um, do you let go of it at some point and let it run itself? Do you retire or do you die at your desk?
1: So look, a business never runs itself. It has to be designed to run itself. It's a, there's a there's a very big difference between the two. It's this living, breathing thing, as much yeah. as the body is a living, breathing thing. But Mateo, so what would you do? You start your business. You grow your business. You you survive the first three years, which are the death knell of most. You get through the fifth year, which by then only 15% of businesses started to survive. you 20 years in, you 30 years in, you're 40 years in. So let's say, what would you be about, you know, 60, 60, moving towards 70 or so? Should you retire?
0: Would you retire? I think uh, as most, uh, you know, founders do, I'd sit on the board and be a chairman or maybe an executive director of the business uh, through the board. But I don't think I'd completely retire because I think you're so tied to this uh, business that you've created that you want to see that it still uh, lasts even after you've left. Um, that being like after you're late. So I think I'd run it as, as, as long as I could probably die at my desk. <laughs> so you know it's it, it raises a lot
1: of um annoyance in in the in certain circles because very often when I speak to business owners that that um put to me this idea of retirement, and I think it's more often done than not to to test the idea um and and they don't want to retire they don't want to retire, and people then say to them, but you've made enough money, and yes there are so many people who've made really good money out of their businesses. So is it a function of greed? Is it about wanting to make more? It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. The only instances I ever see people wanting to reply, the only instances is when they are either exhausted, worn to the bone, or if there's a health related matter that comes up or quite a serious family related matter that comes up Um or if they've just simply stagnated, run out of run out of ideas, like most politicians nowadays, they there's no more new ideas, there's nothing fresh, there's nothing uh, to to move them forward. And it, it raises a very interesting question for me, because if you made really good money and you can retire, but yet these individuals, and there are quite a few of them that I've spoken to over the years, don't want to, we should be asking the question why? And in many ways, being a business owner goes well beyond functioning in a business and operating a business. If you think about what it takes to start a business, it takes enormous courage. Mostly it's easy for all of us because we're driven there by necessity. So we can give it a great label and call it, you had the guts to start. But when you don't have too many other options, it's a very, very powerful driver. The next thing is, You, without a doubt, have to do things differently. And the moment you, as a human being, engage in anything that's creative, that's going to draw on your talents, your skills, um, your education, your worldview, your philosophies, uh, the capabilities in your hands, whatever it may be, in order to do something different and you create, that is the very, very beginning of necessity turning into meaning, because if I create something and that something has an impact on the world through customers who buy it, through suppliers who give me the raw materials, the ingredients of it, through my team that I employ that enjoy building the business around it, supporting the business around it, it creates meaning. And then finally, the last element that's needed to get to the 20th, 30th, 40th year is an enormous amount of care. And care, if you think about it, another word for care is always being in service of something other than you. The idea of the business, your staff, your employees, your suppliers, your customers. And in service and creativity create deep, deep meaning in any individual's life.
0: But the so other you, argument, to Pablo, saying? around this might be then that if you uh, are a business owner and you own a business for 20 to 40 years, if you've created a great system that the business can run on, then you can comfortably retire, uh, you know, with no worries of it shutting down after you've left. Okay, so you retire.
1: Now you retire. Let's say you retire and you successfully sell the business. And let's be really generous here, Mateo. Let's be really generous. You know what? 30 years in, 40 years in, you should be, if you built the business well, if, you, if you've if you done a spectacular job of it, at least you should be exiting with a 50, 60 million rand capital gain. At least, at least, after 30, 40 years, at, at a minimum, honestly. So with that said, you now exit with your 60 million rand, for example, and Mateo then wakes up 7 o'clock in the morning, Monday the next week, and does what? It's Where's the purpose business. in your day? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the purpose in your day? And it's, it's so interesting because in many ways, the routines, the habits, the rituals, the practices of everyday life in building a business, nurturing the business, and if you've done it right, creating a business that constantly releases your time to focus on creativity and service, as opposed to the grind of everyday operations in marketing and sales, in fulfillment, in administration, in finance, in managing your team and managing customers and managing suppliers, because that can wear you down. If you've done that right, and you're constantly in the space that feeds you. In other words, being creating new ideas, creating innovation, creating new propositions, but also guiding, nurturing, sponsoring, encouraging, mentoring, being in service of the well being of the people that the business supports from suppliers to customers to team. That activity, those two activities create a deep sense of purpose and meaning in life. So the trick is, If you've gotten to a point where the business is doing really well, and you're finding yourself in a situation where you want to exit, and in exiting, it feels like and looks like a pleasure, it might well be that you simply have not created a bigger vision for your own progress within the industry. And I'd love to just give you a really good example.
0: Yeah, I was uh, was about to ask for some examples of business owners that have found it hard to let go of such businesses.
1: Well, you know, there's this, there's this individual I work with, Matei. He's now, he's turning 84 this year. And I've, I've spoken about him on one or two occasions, but he's had such an impact really on, on, on certainly my life. And, and I think it's a story so worthwhile sharing. He bought his business 58 years ago and he built the business. He turned it around. He bought it for, it was a business in trouble. It's in steel fabrication, which is a very, very hard game. And over the years, you know, the nature of steel, the supply chain of steel has changed dramatically as China eventually sucked up all the business, dominated it and built the biggest steel mills, way too many steel mills, that collapsed the price of steel globally. And he's had to he's had to survive all of that. And he has. And yet he's eroded the value of his business and he eroded the value of the business because as things got tougher. He wasn't able to innovate necessarily. He wasn't able to build a business that didn't require him. And it left him in a position where he had to do the grind day in and day out. But he could not let go because he had no other options. And in doing so, he's eroded the value of the business. Alternatively, had he exited the business at its prime, but had a greater vision for himself and said, When I exit the business with my 60 odd million rand, I'm going to take two million rand or five million rand and invest it into five rising businesses within the industry that Marty, your previous caller, has identified in various townships. I'm going to nurture and grow those businesses. I'm going to bring my 40 years of experience to bear. I'm going to open up doors that they can't answer and open. And through that, I remain in play, I remain purposeful, I remain committed to my industry, I remain waking up with a purpose every day, bringing all the skills I've earned and burned and learned and paying it forward into the next generation, and that is a life ending with great meaning and value. That's a life where you die at your desk.
0: All right. That's the perfect answer there coming through from Pablo uh CEO at Auric Business Accelerator, saying it's no shame growing your business over 20 to 40 years, but make sure you have a great vision and you have a great architect for your business so it lasts longer than you instead of keeping your eggs in one basket.